You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolize Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome to I'll Hang Up and Listen, brought to you by Fatty Beer Company, Buffalo's premier market and tap room with seven different Western Europe locations and, of course, over 300 beers to choose from. Fatty Beer is open from 11.30 a.m. till 10.30 and later every single night, seven nights a week. And, of course, they are one of Western Europe's only both kid and dog-friendly bars, live entertainment, and trivia at all seven locations weekly. And let's not forget Buffalo Go Apparel. Buffalo Go, one of the best spots to get all of your Buffalo sports apparel needs, like your hats, your hoodies, your shirts, whatever uh, you might be unique. Buffalo Go's got it. Um, I'm personally partial to the uh, uh, Buffalo hockey trucker cap, the old uh, old school NHL shield. But they got a ton of stuff on there. Go check them out. At Buffalo Go Co. on Instagram and Twitter. At Fatty Beer on Instagram and Twitter. FattyBeerCompany.com. Buffalo Go Co. Buffalo Go uh, Um Without further ado, why are we all here? After giving up nine goals just two nights ago, they stormed back against, again, another one of the top teams in the NHL, a team they've beaten in the regular season, and they score nine themselves. Win nine to three. Like, what? Who are these guys? Who are these guys? It's like literally Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Literally, you don't know who you're getting on. But for whatever reason, they just love to show up for the top five, six, seven teams in the NHL. They've beaten the Golden Knights. They've beaten the Rangers. They've beaten uh, the Bruins. They've beaten now, they've now beaten the, the Maple Leafs twice. Like they, they beat Colorado. They shut out Colorado earlier this season. Like, what is up with this hockey team? I, I just don't get it. Like, like, why can't you perform like this every game and, and, and save your fan base so much grief and stress and anxiety? Just play like this every game. Why can't you play like this every game? No one's not saying you're out there to score nine goals a game. But, like, for fuck's sakes, man, they were clicking in all cylinders tonight. And – one of the things that I loved most about tonight's game was the fact that they were throwing the puck on net from anywhere. They realized they had a goaltender. Samsonoff started, and then even Martin Jones after. Goalies that were rattled. Throw them at their feet. Just throw them on net, and great things can happen. Get bodies in front of them. Screen them. Great things would happen. The Darlene goal was a perfect example. I didn't even see that shot. You had both Middlestat and Tuck setting up a perfect screen in front of him. He had zero reaction. He had no idea where it was coming from. You know what I mean? Great things will happen when you put the puck on net. And when you have a goalie that's rattled as Samsonov was, the best thing, and any goalie will tell you this, throw it at their feet. Quick shots at the feet are chaotic for any goalie. But when, when they're rattled the way he was, oh, my God, there's a good chance it's going in. Good chance it's going in. Uh, just so much good stuff to talk about. Uh, I want to hit the uh, – Sorry, um, one of my fantasy players just scored a touchdown on Thursday Night Football, so I'm just getting an update. Unfortunately, I'm also playing that said player in another league, so that sucks, but whatever. But we're at the comment section here from Arma Tejashan. I like it. Uh, right here. This is what happens when you bully the opponent and play like you want to fucking win. Agreed. Couldn't agree with you more. Just play like you have a pair. Play with urgency. That's what they did tonight. Um, from Kevin, this team is frustrating. It's like we knew we they could they would win tonight. It is. They always show up against the Leafs, man. And I think Leafs fans will be the first to tell you, like, we give them problems. We really do. Uh, Ryan Johnson needs to play every game. Couldn't agree with you more, man. 
Uh, they gave up nine goals against the worst team in the league and then scored nine against nine against one of the best. Uh, still need power play, need a better power play at bites. Yeah. I mean, they did score on the power play tonight. They're on the five on three pretty quickly, but then they go and they give up a shorthanded goal like 30 seconds later. Like there's just no winning with this special teams unit. Like I personally would love to see Zach Benson on that first unit, swap out whoever you got to. That kid is always around the puck. He's all over the place. He jumps on every loose puck. He wins puck battles, and he's not afraid to sit in front of the net and just wait for his opportunities. Um, very creative, and he's just literally a hyena out there. Um, I don't know what to think about Akposo. He is playing well. Yeah, like, guy looked like he was 25 years old again on that breakaway. Just blown out of – I mean, I'm exaggerating, but just like a rocket. Uh, I don't know. He scored eighth goal of the season. I really don't know what to think. I think he had two tonight, right? Did he have two? Might have two. Um, I, I don't know. I know Skinner had two. But, yeah, I, I really don't know what to think of Akposo because he is frustrating as it is with him, how he hurts the team in a lot of areas. Then he just goes out and he just consistently scores. He's one of the top goal scorers in the team right now, which is wild considering the players, uh, the clip that certain these players are, were scoring at last season, like Tage and Cousins and Middlestat and uh, Tuck. Um, talk with a four point game tonight, four assists, uh, last player to do that, uh, to have four assists in a single game, I believe was Skinner last year against Columbus. So I don't know. I, I uh, it, it, it literally is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde out there. It, it's literally, it, it, it's, it, it's mind numbing and so frustrating. Uh, Sabres are suffering from schizophrenia and bipolar disorder at the same time. Woo. Yeah, that's right. Gar, uh, from Pablo Barossa. I could only wear my brown paper bag for the first. I believe it was the good luck charm. We needed. I need a picture. We need to see a picture, Pablo, of said paper bag. Uh, I respect it. Yo, yo, you did good, Pap, Fabs. <laughs> Are we back? I think I, I won't. I'm not going to say we're back, Nathan. Not going to say that we're back. But if that is the effort you give every game, I guess what you heard as many as as many of Leaf fan fans were in that building tonight. When we were counting up the goals, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, we want eight, one, two, three, seven, eight, eight, one, we want nine. Like, we were, like, loud and proud. We were present. We were showing our support. Just give us an effort. If anything, like, those late 90s teams taught us was even though, I mean, you never had the most highest scoring teams, but you had a guy like Hashik in that who gave you a chance to win every single night. If you scored twice, there's a good chance you're winning. Um they called those teams the hardest working teams in hockey. They went out and they put an effort. We appreciated it as fans. Just give us that effort every night. I and mean, even if you lose by one or two goals, you know, it sucks. But, like, at least we can come out of the game knowing that those guys fucking worked their ass off tonight. We can't – they left it all on the ice. Like, that last game against Columbus, they didn't even look like they wanted to be there. It was like watching the Cowboys against the Bills. Like, the Cowboys didn't even want to be there. So – yeah, give us that effort every night. You'll win a lot more hockey games, and you'll win a lot of fans over with the effort, 100%. Uh, I wish I could say we are back, but I need more. I need more. Um, from from Matt, did they seriously, like, take speed or something stronger tonight? Like, I am happy they won, but I'm scared for Saturday now. Yeah, is it the Rangers or the Bruins first on Saturday? I, I can't remember. It's one of those two. But still, two very tough teams to play, I believe, in their barn. I want to say it's New York first and then the Bruins. Uh, both difficult arenas to play in, both difficult home crowds to play in front of. Um, I, I actually, I think it's just the Rangers. I think we're back home against the Bruins, possibly. Uh, but still, two very difficult teams to play against. What if we like? Oh, what if we go three and zero here? Like, what do we think? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just th then we'll be back if we can go two and one or three and zero. Then we're definitely we're, we're we're rolling again, uh, for sure. So, uh. Just leaving the Key Bank Center, still on cloud nine, but Sabres fans enjoy tonight. But that take caution because we all remember what happens next. Yes, they are one nine and three after a win. Uh, we need to make we had to start turning that number around two nine and three, three nine and three, four nine and three. Come on, let's, let's string together some wins here. Like this team was in a similar situation at this point in the season last year, but the thing, bitch of it was, is that they were more of an exciting team to watch. You take away tonight. Like they were scoring goals, and back then, yeah, goaltending was a little bit of a letdown. I don't think it's been a letdown this year. I think that goaltending has outperformed what they did last year so far. 
Uh, obviously, UPL has been very good at, at times and has had a stinker here and there. Same thing with Levi. Like, Levi's been very good. He earned the 1A position goal spot back, in my opinion. Uh, they Even though things went terribly wrong in Colum- with Columbus, they went right back to him uh, here against Toronto, a team that obviously is in your division, a high-scoring team, a ton of talent, high-payroll team, uh, very good regular season team. I, I, you obviously know that when Toronto comes into your barn, it's almost like a home game for them. So it makes it even more difficult for your starting goaltender, no matter who it is. And Levi stepped up to the challenge. Yeah, that first goal by, by Austin Matthews, you know, slipped through his uh, five hole on a bad angle. But if you watch the overhead angle of that, he never saw that puck until it was like this far away from him. Like, do you still want to save there? Yeah, sure. But there's no way he saw that shot. If you watch the overhead angle, like his reaction, when you watch his reaction, I'm pretty sure Darlene was at, like perfectly in his line of view and Matthews put it through his skate and stick. He just never saw it. So not making excuses, but that's just the way it, that's, that's what it was. Uh, from Donna, love to see all those sad Leafs fans. Yeah, I wish I was there, man. I, as you guys know, I've been dealing with some ear infection issues. Um, just didn't want to put myself in a bad spot with, with how loud I knew it was going to be there and just to not stop ringing in my ears. I'd actually went from one ear to the other this morning. So Honestly, if that had not happened, I definitely would have been there tonight. Uh, this is what happens when you bully the opponent and play like you want to fucking win. Yep, we saw that one earlier. Uh, from Michael, the Sabres didn't acknowledge fans with sticks at center ice after win thoughts. Um, I don't know. I, I I didn't pay attention to that. I Is that a shot at the fans? I don't know. I hope not because I, I don't know what type of message they're trying to send um, to the fan base. Are they like, is that like them saying up yours? Like, what? Because you got booed because you lost nine to four. You should get booed when you lose nine to four, hundred percent. So I don't know what type of message you're trying to send to your fan base there, um, at all. They were loud and proud all game because you gave them a reason to feel proud. So I mean, maybe we're looking a little too much into that. I don't know, but they could have just forgot. They could have been on cloud nine like all of us. Like, but I don't know. Is that Actually, guys who go to, go to all, more games than I do, a, after a home game wins, they do normally, do they always do the stick salute to the fans? I know it's become a thing across the league, uh, but I don't know. That was fun. Felt a lot like last year. Very reminiscent of last year. There's so little intel. There's so little intelligent we can say about them, uh, other than they are manic depressives. Uh, yeah. Um, again, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Odds on winning Saturday for two in a row. I mean, listen, Don Granado's on the hot seat. They all know it. And their play is going to dictate whether or not that guy still has his job at the end of the year. And if they all really do believe in Don Granado the way they say they do, they better come out of the gates hot against on Saturday night. Because these these back-to-back games against the Rangers and the Bruins, two of the tougher teams to play, uh, one, one of which is in your division. So you cannot come out flat again, the way you did against Columbus, the way you against, did against Arizona the game before. It's it, you can't, can't, can't have it happen. No way. Uh, I will say for 100% positive, Caliposo has heard all the criticism has gone and had gone all in the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, again, Kyle Caliposo, again, guy that we, it's kind of like what we used to criticize Jokic Hesh. People used to get, myself included, again, Jokic Hesh a lot, but then he would just score. But the thing about him is he would score in random like areas of the ice. He'd score behind on or behind the goal line a lot. Like me and my buddy Billy used to joke about it all the time. We should criticize Yoke at Hesh right now because you know he'll find, he'll find a way to score. Because he used to always happen. Every time we used to give him shit during games, all of a sudden he'd come out of nowhere and score a goal. Um, love Yoke at Hesh. But I love Kyle. He's just old. He's old and slow. But he's finding ways to, to produce. Um, he's contributing on, on the score sheet. It's just you, you got you, you got to ba- you got to find a way to balance the good and the bad and have it slightly be better better on the good side because again the obviously the age and the foot speed hurt us in a lot of areas but if he can find ways to get to keep getting the net getting pucks on net and scoring that outweighs some of the negative things so um keep scoring Kyle just keep scoring um uh the paper bag can take a hike why yeah exactly I threw mine out. I threw mine out during the game from from uh, the uh, post game against Columbus. This team loves their coach and talked about showing up for Donnie in the post game. 
yeah, again, like, I like Don Granado. I do. I think that he's the main, mainly responsible for the turnaround in Tage's career. We've seen a lot of good development things, especially with Darlene and other players under Don Granado and the way he, like, he's a great development coach. Um, the thing with coaching is you're a motivator. Like, these guys know how to play hockey. They're professional hockey players. They know how to go out there and play. They've played in a lot of different systems throughout their career, going up through house league to travel hockey to junior hockey to, you know, college hockey, whatever level hockey. They've all played different types of systems throughout their career. So they know how to go out there and adapt to whatever system a coach wants them to play or they should know how to adapt. So for me, it's like, for, for me, it's like, is the coach and his message getting across to the players and how are the co- players receiving it? Because at the end of the day, and I say this about Ted Nolan, like people in the media here criticize Ted a lot too, and I never agree with it. Ted Nolan always got the most out of mediocrity. That night, the, the teams he coaches first in Buffalo, like they were considered the hardest working team in hockey for reasons because of Ted. Ted got them the willing to skate through a wall for him. You didn't have any superstars on that team outside of Dominic Kasha. He just didn't. I think after LaFontaine and McGinley left, the only all-star he had on those teams, I don't even know if he had Shatan at that point. I don't think he did. Was like Zitnik, you know, um, you know La, La, like LaFontaine and, and yeah, LaFontaine like Zitnik. Like, but Hashik was the main reason they won and were so successful and won the Northeast Division in 96-97. But he was able to get those guys to buy in and just go out there and play their asses off in front of Dom. And they'd go out there and they win a lot of games. Um, so for me, like, a coach has to be a motivator. Is his message being received? Are the players respecting the message? Are they go out there and doing it? And in games, are you as a coach, it's your responsibility to see things when they happen and nip it in the bud. And that's why, like, and I took some a lot of shit a month ago for suggesting that you know, you bench players like Owen Power mid-game, like for two or three shifts because they're not performing well enough. And it, and I've seen a lot of people that criticize me on that app almost start to agree with me without saying it. Like, yeah, he's having issues in his own end. He's he's not playing physical. He he's he's unaware of this, that, and the other. Like, yeah, but that's the coach's job. That's your job as a coach to recognize those things and get after it, nip it in the bud. No one's saying you got to put people in the press box every night. But I've always been an advocate a mid-game sitting for two to three shifts is far more effective than putting a guy in a press box for an entire game. That is just my opinion. I mean, take it for what it is. Um, um, it would be nice if they could build on this one and put that kind of effort in every game. Agreed, Eric. It's, you know, um, if you play like this, win or, like even if you win or lose, you're going to win the fan base back over. And on top of that, you know, maybe you cut, maybe you get more loser points, even when you're losing. Like, I don't know. I just, it's been an effort thing for me. It's not a for a lack of talent. Yeah. Your bottom six could be more productive hundred percent. Um, but at the end of the day, like it's got it. The effort's got to be there every game. It just has to be, um, the desire, the passion and, you know, there have been a lot of nights on these nights where we don't look good, where the 18-year-old kid is your best player out there. And you just can't have that. You can't. Um, that's not a knock against, like, uh, against Benson. Um, but it's, for me, it's, uh, he's just working harder than everybody else. And that's not right, considering the amount of experience you have, even in some of these younger guys. Like, I, I went over it in, on Twitter yesterday, like, Youth isn't an excuse anymore. It's just not. Like, even for these guys like Tage, Cousins, Samuelson, these guys who have gotten big contracts, you know, the, the the top four core guys have over 1,500 games played in the NHL. There's, there's a difference between youth and experience. Um, you know, youth, yeah, you're young, but if you've played that many games or in the NHL, you have enough experience to know how to prepare yourself to play in this play in this league. And that's that, that's my hang-up, man, is just not feeling like they're prepared. After every to start every single game, uh, Sean Smith, a much needed physical Greenway was welcoming tonight. Yeah, I loved Greenway's game, man, and Skinner too. Like I'm not gonna say Skinner's like the heart and soul of this team, but like let's be real, they're a better team when he's out there. 
like whether he's engaged with his mouth just in and around the net. He's a little gnat out there. Like people hate to play against Jeff Skinner. They just do. Um, he gets under people's skin. And I got a welcome, nice welcoming back party for both Jeff Skinner and Jordan Greenway tonight. Um, all over the net. Benson has done all this and gotten absolutely robbed about a half a dozen times from inside six feet. I think he has had bad puck luck so far this season. Agreed. Yeah. Like I think Benson could have like 10 goals this season. Easy already. Like hundred percent. It's just pucks need to start going in for him. But again, I I can't remember. I can't recall a single game where I look at Zach Benson and be like, wow, man, he did not look good out there. He is always running gun, a motor going 110% all over every single puck, winning puck battles, you know, getting engaged in physical battles. He's not afraid, man. Fearless. I think that's the one year. That's the one word that best describes Zach Benson is fearless. The guy is absolutely fearless. Um, from Christian Pappas, 21 of the top goal scorer this year because of the injuries to our top six. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have Tuck was injured before the season started. He was, he's been dealing with nagging injuries. Same thing with Tage with his hand. Uh, Cousins, yeah, he's had issues with injuries and, Akposo has stepped up at certain points, but at the end of the day, like injuries aside, you need your top guys to be your top guys. Like I, I, I tweeted it to, uh, earlier. Like this is a game back, this back when it was a one goal game. This is a game where you really need Tage to step up like a guy like Tage. And then I'm not even kidding. Within 30 seconds, he scored that goal. Terrible goal. By, I think it was on Samson off for him to let in. But in the day, like there's that, that's the guy you just need stepping up uh, from Pablo. Benson will score more in the future. 100% agree. Um, see what happens when you play a physical game relentlessly for three periods and shoot pucks to the net. Yeah, like, listen, I, in my game notes in between periods, that was the biggest thing. And that's what this team needs to do. You're not going to be score pretty goals as often as you did last year. You're just not, especially with the struggling power play. Like, you just need to get pucks to the net and score the dirty ones, score the filthy ones, man. You know, get muck it up in front of that net and take a beating to knock home a loose puck. That's the way you're going to score or take a beating on a shot from the point. Just so a puck gets through uh, screen, the goalie, much like Darlene's goal. And that's how you can score. Uh, I think it was like Postal's fadeaway shot too. another example, getting bodies in the net. I don't know if you ever saw that one either. Uh, I received my Sabres 50th anniversary jersey back from the Sabres store today. Benson on a nameplate swap for the who must not be named. Love it. Love it. I got to get myself. The boys required a good cause to perform. Tonight it was Donnie. Last year, the blizzard, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I wish it wasn't like that. I wish it wasn't needing a cause to pl- just to play and show up and give a good effort. Um, this is the best post-game show in Buffalo. I appreciate that, Chris. Thank you, man. Spread the word. You know, uh, any 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 spreading of the word counts, uh, you know, is much appreciated. So I, I, I enjoy this. This is therapy to me. They're winning and losing, being on here with you guys, talking to you guys directly like this. This is this is my therapy for sure, um, without a doubt. Uh, oh, Pierre, man, it's been a minute since you've been in this chat. I love it. And expect a salute. Um, I don't know. Again, back to the salute thing, if that's what you're referring to with the uh, – uh, the, I guess there was no salute to the sticks uh, after the game. Again, I don't know if that's maybe they just forgot to or if that's a shot at the fans for all the booing. And, you know, you could tell there was a lot of frustration in their post game. Like, I don't know. Um, maybe. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs equal the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I actually agree with you. Canada's team, America's alleged team, even though I think it's the Bills. Um, 100% agree with you there. Um, Heat Daddy said it first. Play like you just got into a bar fight. I love it. Yeah, you should. Have each other's backs go out there. Be willing, be, be willing to knock a guy out just, just for uh, brushing against one of your teammates. I, I love it. Uh, this game feels like a turning point game after all the media pressure, fans booing. They needed this. Yeah, and here's the thing. If they're mad about the booing, then just show up like this. You won't get booed. Even if you lose, you won't get booed when you show up. It's just a fact of life. I know this fan base. I am a fan of this fan base. And I can promise you... If you go out there and you give everything, you lose four to three or five to three, but they can tell that you were in this game from start to finish. You're not going to get booed. You're just not. Like you're not like you not like you did against Columbus. No fucking way. No way. Uh, 
uh, from Pablo. Ovi scores the OT winner. Nice to see him back in the scoring books. Yeah, I, I agree. I love Ovi. Uh, the counting chants, one, two, three, and so on, were really loud in the third period. The fans were happy about that chant. Absolutely, man. I loved hearing it. Uh, Darlene was unhappy with the fire chants to Donnie, too. But then again, like, guys, like, whether you've been here for all 12 years or not, you just don't get it. You don't get it. I know you guys are the ones that lose. You don't want to lose. You just don't get what we've been through. You don't. You don't get that we went through a 17-year playoff drought with, with, with the Bills. We're in the midst of a 12-year one with you. You don't get it. How can you? If you want to if you want to end the booing and you don't want to hear fire Donnie, then just show the fuck up. Show up every game like this. From puck drop to the final whistle. Whether you win or lose, I promise you. I promise you because I've lived through it. I've lived through it through different teams, different coaches, different GMs. If you just play hard from start to finish, and it's not, and you don't look at these games, and it's evident that 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 it it, it seems like you just don't want to be there. If you just play like that, win or lose, play that hard, and you will never get booed, and you will never hear fired Don Granado chance. You just won't. You won't, and you'll win a lot more games in the process. 100%. Shouldn't be a shot. The fans, they shouldn't be okay with losing 9-4 to four at home. 100% agree with you. Uh, I can't agree with you more. They shouldn't be okay with that, and they should know that they're going to get booed. You want a fan salute when you let the Leafs fan base invade your arena night in and night out and want a salute? No, I'm not saying I want – like, what are we – I don't care. I, I don't know. Like, I'm just saying, I don't know. Was that a shot at the fans? I can promise you at the end of that game, there were no Leafs fans left in the building. There were the, the, the fans that were left were Sabres fans. So the ones that didn't sell their tickets or did show up for the team, like, yeah, fuck it. Give them a salute. Like, is what it is. I believe the fourth line needs to be uh, Eric Robinson, Krebs, Joe, skills mixed with physical line. I, I agree with you there. I agree. We had some good puck luck in our own end and with some of the bounces around the net. Uh, around the net, the puck tuck. Yeah, again, puck luck is part of it, for sure. Uh, did you hear Dolls after the game? Intense. Next captain, watch this guy take off. I did not hear any, hear any post-game reviews, but I will bring up Brian Koziel's tweets on the post-game uh, post comments here in a minute. The really sad part is we need a 10-game streak. Really need, really need 10 to get back into it, and they all have games in hand on us. Yep, they do. That third period, you saw the Sabres comfortable with their execution. Yeah, just for sports. Yeah, 100%. Like, and part of it is getting comfortable from puck drop. You know, being engaged in the game. But that's also part of being prepared and ready to go. And is fan engagement part of it? Yeah, you know, like, but then again, you, you that Goathead game, uh, was it against Columbus? Like, you, you score the first 30 seconds, the fans are going nuts. And then you give up seven goals in a row. Like, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Uh, tonight is the first game they had their real lineup. Like, yes, exactly. That's another thing, too. Eric Robinson didn't play tonight. Uh, they brought in, um, who was it? It was Obviously, they brought in uh, Greenway and Skinner, came back into the lineup. Uh, Yoki Haru sat for whatever reason. I didn't think he deserved to sit. I just don't really think they're ever going to sit Eric Johnson in this final season. I, I don't know. They're just completely against it. I don't know why. Um, it shouldn't take a blowout to bring that out on, though. No, it shouldn't. It really shouldn't. Um, you, you should be willing to play like that every single night, 100%. Um, by Tuesday, based off recent history, Sabres should have their first three-game win streak bank on it. I love it. I Duel, I love it. That's what I want to see. Only person in that room that would get in it is will get in it is, is Tuck. Um, I don't believe this will be a turnaround game. This team is an enigma. I hope I hope you're wrong. I really do. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now with the way? And I appreciate it. Hurls unfortunately couldn't be here. Uh, behind on some Christmas shopping. I'm uh, behind on some Christmas shopping, uh, for sure. So, uh, first time that first time I'll see the top two lines are healthy. All systems go. I hope so. The kid line is back. Your top line is back. That slotted Benson down to the third line with Casey and Greenway. I like that line a lot. A lot of points tonight. They were the best line. Uh, on the ice for Buffalo, especially in the first period. 
So yeah, hundred percent without a doubt. So I'm going to bring up, um, one second here. I'm going to bring up the post-game comments from Brian Koziel, as we always do uh, here. On, I'll hang up and listen as soon as I find him. Let's see here. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Sorry for this. Sorry for this. They're way down there. Okay. Granado says they're really discussing going back to what they did last season with their style of play and then deal with whatever issues come up defensively and deal with it as it comes. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Like, defensively, I feel like it's not even like a system system issue. Like, a lot of the defensive woes you've had this year, yeah, some of them might have been systematic, but a lot of the times it's just your young defenseman not being aware of who's around them. That's not a system thing. That's just knowing how to play defense in front of your own net. How many times have we seen goals go in from below the faceoff dots of a for on a for a guy who's completely uncovered because you have somebody a saber who is shoulder to shoulder with them puck watching and just not engaging or forcing their will on them like Owen Power and Samuelson are number one, number two uh, criminals of it. You know what I mean? Like they have gotten better though. Like Owen Power especially, they have gotten better. Uh, Granado says they are. Uh, oh, it was already said. Uh, also from Granado, I don't think our guys, I don't even think our guys when they got down just wanted to play, playing for the right reason. The reason that has made you great, the pure joy of playing. We've been sidetracked for for quite a bit. Yes, 100% they have. They have been sidetracked. Granado says you could really see the chemistry on the line of Thompson, Skinner, and Tuck tonight. Yes, if that's a line you need to start get going. Get them back to form where they were last year because if you do, that is a top three line in the National Hockey League. And another year of experience under the belts of Cousin, Quinn, and Paterka, watch out. That slides Jack Benson down to your third line, a kid who can play with just about anybody. Carlos says that all the time. Like, He can play with anybody. So if, if something's not clicking on that second line at any point during the season, we saw the chemistry with, with Zach Benson and J.J. Paterka while Quinn was out and how great they played together. It's a guy who can slide right in there and drop whoever you got to drop down, and that second line will miss a beat. Just, it's just a fact. Uh, Granado says there is nothing better than having the players support him. It's a great feeling. Um, Skinner says they have Granado's back, says he's the leader, and says they are family in there. Skinner says it always helps to get everyone back healthy, especially Quinn. Says that line is so dynamic. Also from Jeff Skinner. I think the line clicked really well. I thought Tomer and Tucky played really great too. Um, Akposo on Granado. Anytime you hear that from the home fans, it's a reflection on us on how we play. We are a very tight knit group in here. Says that's not a good feeling for us. We wanted to go. We wanted to do more and just say that we had his back. Akposo. We played fast. We played aggressive. That's two two things. A hundred percent. I agree with. Um, fast and aggressive. That's exactly what they were tonight. Darlene said the fans that are chanting fire Donnie really irritated him and said he thought it was crazy and that it was okay for him going forward. Listen, that's a product of what you guys have been doing or lack thereof. Like, and again, I will say it a hundred times. Just play like you want to be there. And that was pretty prevalent that you felt like you didn't want to be there against Columbus. And we all have eyes. We watched. Just the effort wasn't there like it was tonight. I mean, you guys can sit there and say all all game long that, yeah, you know, uh, you know, we were you know, skating hard. You know, we were just getting breaks. No, it didn't look like you were engaged at all against Columbus. Not like you were tonight. Yeah, when pucks bounce your way, it makes it a little easier. But from puck drop, man, you guys were driven, playing fast, aggressive. Absolutely. Um, night and day difference. Uh, from Darlene, we really wanted to, to back Donnie. That was our main focus. He got way too much heat the other game, and it was us that didn't uh, play good. We did the uh, we played this game well for him. Again, I love hearing that. I really, really do. But it shouldn't take a fire Granado chant for you guys to play like that. It just shouldn't. Uh, it, you guys should show up to play like that every single game. Like, win or lose, play like that every single game. You win a lot more games, and you'll gain a lot more respect from the fans. It's just, I'm telling you, it's just a fact. 100%. Um, 
whatever it is. Uh, for some more comments here from you guys. Again, I love I love the chat. It's 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 looking great. What's the disconnect with the club? They don't think they don't we deserve better each and every night. Um, we do deserve. I hope they realize that, man. Like they, we don't boo because we don't just boo because we're losing. We boo because we can tell the effort isn't what it what it has been like last year. And yeah, twelve years of no playoffs is frustrating. We're we're looking we're staring at thirteen right now, unless they turn this thing around. And we know that, and that's coming out in the booze, and that's coming out in the fire, Donnie chance. Like sick of it, absolutely sick of it. Again, it's one thing if you show up and you and you play hard and you know you you make it a close hockey game or you know you, you, pucks just aren't bouncing your way. We will recognize that as a fan base, and we won't sit there and and nail you to the cross because of it. But when you're not showing up and not playing with the same intensity as the opponent, yeah, you're gonna get booed. You're just going to. You're 100 going to. Uh, from Gargalant. Sometimes it actually is the competition. I think. What do you think, Dwayne? I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch Columbus. They don't want to play them. LOL. Uh, yeah. I again, for whatever reason, it, it, it's mind numbing. Uh, Cousins presented Quinn the saber in the locker room. You'll love to see it, man. Him getting on the board for the first time this season. That line clicking again. It's nice to see. Uh, this team shows up against the top teams and <clears throat> and thinks talent wins against bottom teams. It's maddening. No hard work. Hard work will overcome talent nine times out of ten. Uh, that's the disconnect with this club. They don't think – oh, we already read that one. Uh, what's been lacking most is intensity. They keep saying compete, but it's not just winning battles. It's every shift hard and confident. Completely agree. Um, we need to get angry, prove everyone wrong, use that awful loss as a turnaround for the season. Yeah. I hope that loss is the turning point, not this game. But I hope that loss is the turning point. Um, Quinn was a little rusty, but he will get back, uh, get that back 40 WD 40 treatment and zoom. I hope so, man. I hope he gets a little greasy out there. I loved it. I love the intensity. I love the chirping with the Leafs bench. You heard it, you know, on the, uh, on the, on the hot mic from razor. It was great. It was great. Um, he threw up a bill Sabres fan and that he grew up a bills and Sabres fan. That's why I say tuck would be our would get our pain. 100%. Yeah, he, he gets it. I, I hope he gets it. Olsen was in Ro, uh, Robinson's spot. Correct, yeah. But Olsen also hasn't played bad this season. He There are a couple of times he was back-checking in there, forward-checking, playing physical, throwing his body around. Like, Olsen's earned his spot in this lineup, in my opinion. Like, he hasn't been, like, a reason why we're losing. Like, yeah, you'd like to see him scoring at the same click we've seen in the past, but um, – Unfortunately, uh, that's just not the way it is right now. But he is contributing a lot of different areas for sure. Um, we're gonna go over the box score here. Uh, nine to three, Sabers beat the Maple Leafs. Blow Leafs, blow baby. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs goals come from Max Domi, Yanmark, and of course Austin Matthews. Two assists to Lilligren and an assist to Nylander and Riley. Um, both goaltenders played for Toronto tonight. Samsonov with. 14 saves on 19 shots against, and then Martin Jones with 11 saves on 15 shots against for a grand total of, what is that? I can't do math. 34 shots. Love to see it. And then for Buffalo, much, much bigger box score for them. Uh, Skinner with two goals. Thompson with a goal. Um, Ocposa with two. Darlene with one. Greenway with one. And, of course, Owen Power and Jack Quinn each with a goal. Uh, assist Alex Tuck leading the way with points with four assists. Jeff Skinner, Skinner with an assist. Tage Thompson with two assists for three points. Benson with two apples uh, for two points. Clifton with two apples for two points. Ogposo no assists. Ryan Johnson with an assist. Krebs with an assist. Middlestat with an assist. Paterka with an assist. And Devin Levi with 24 saves on 27 shots against. He made a couple nice saves, but uh, honestly, he wasn't really asked to do a ton tonight. And I'm fine with that exact game from Devin Levi every single game. Just win, baby, right? Just just win. All, all, all I want to do is win. So uh, I hope Austin Matthews goes 50 and 50. That would be great for the NHL. There should be talk about it. There really isn't much. I mean, it could happen. For sure it could happen. Um, I think that was his 26th tonight. Uh, I'm not sure how many games he's played. 
Um, he's played every single game this season, but he, it, it, it's tight. We'll see. Got to admit, there is nothing better than seeing the overpriced ticket buying Leafs fan, Laps fans suffer and go home miserable. Yeah, th that's the biggest. I would, I honestly, I genuinely consider just going online, buying a $20 ticket, showing up for the third period just so I can see them all leave when it was pretty relevant, relevant, uh, evident that we were going to win that hockey game. I was, I felt pretty confident after the second, even we're up by three, that they weren't going to come back and win that game, uh, even with all the talent on the team. And that right there is a good reason why that, like, this team may might be built for the regular season. They're not built for the playoffs. They're just not. They're not a playoff. This is not a playoff-ready team. Um, Carlo Koliakova uh, was on the radio today and said if, if, if the Maple Leafs go into the playoffs with the same roster, they're going to get boat raced. And I 100% agree, without a doubt. Um, with that being said, I, uh, you have a, you have a lot of, um, a lot of games coming up here where you need to buckle down. You need to, I'm sorry, wrong one. <laughs> you need to buckle down and you need to come out with that effort. Um, come out with that effort, uh, from here on out, win or lose, you might escape with some loser points. I, uh, for me, it's, um, I need, I need, I need that effort every single game. And we're going to go over the three stars right now brought to you by Fatty Beer Company, Western New York's premier market and tap room with seven different Western New York locations and 300 beers to choose from open seven nights, seven days and nights a week from 1130 AM till 1030 or 10:30 and later at all seven locations, both dog and kid friendly. And of course they have live entertainment and trivia at all their locations weekly and of course buffalo logo apparel company buffalo's best spot for all of your buffalo sports apparel needs when it comes to shirts hats and hoodies make sure you get over to buffalo logo co on both twitter and instagram and at fatty beer twitter and instagram and go check out tone boys for two goals from mike Senya. so for tonight's third star we're getting getting uh his first goal of the season and only his second game back we're gonna go jack quinn um nice to see that kid line uh, clicking tonight. Um, I have to say like that line, as much as I liked seeing, uh, seeing Zach Benson, uh, create some chemistry with, with, with JJ Paterka. I love seeing that line back together. And I hope that for most importantly, I hope that is what gets, um, Dylan cousins going again. Um, that familiarity, that chemistry, um, because they need those guys clicking. They need Tage going. They need Tuck going. They need Skinner's always going to score. He's just always going to find ways to score goals. That's one thing you never have to worry about. But you need to JJ Paterka to keep doing what he's doing right now. You need Quinn to get going after he knocks all this rust off and gets at 100%. And of course, you need Dylan Cousins to get his game back on track. The workhorse from Whitehorse needs, needs, needs to get back to the level of hockey that he was playing at last year with very little regression, at least not the regression he's had so far this season. My second star of the night, 100%, Alex Tuck. Alex Tuck for me, um, four-point night, four assists, really was uh, a big reason why that top line was click, uh, clicking the way it did. Um, all over the ice, um, that one tic-tac-toe play, he had the drop pass for Skinner's second goal off the pass from Tage behind the net. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And you, that's one guy you don't have to worry about showing up for a game against Toronto is Alex Tuck, man. Like, he knows what this rivalry used to be like because he grew up loving this hockey team. Um, he knows what it means to the fan base to beat the Leafs, especially from my generation and my dad's generation. Um, you don't lose to the Leafs. You hate losing to the Leafs. It's disgusting. It's like kissing your sister, whatever other saying you want to use. Like, you don't want to lose to the Leafs. Um, and he, and understandably so, uh, he, uh, he showed up tonight. You know, I, I kind of thought during the game, like I really need somebody to take that Jack Eichel spot when it came to the Leafs, because that was one thing Jack Eichel always did was he always showed up against the Leafs, always showed up against the Leafs. I needed that to be Tage. I also need to be Tuck because he has every reason to hate the Leafs as much as we do. So as I do, this is the fucking Leafs, fuck the Leafs, right? So blow leaves blow. Uh, need those two guys in particular to start showing up. Dylan Cousins too, hundred percent. Anthony's first star, best smile in the league. Jeff Skinner with two goals and an assist, and honestly, just getting under the skin of these leaf uh, of the Leafs all night long. 
You saw it in that in that little uh, skirmish there in the third period. They're swearing back and forth at each other. Jeff Skinner for me is our fatty beer first star, 100%. Just a great performance from him in his first game back. Uh, honorable mention for sure, um, Jordan Greenway. Jordan Green was all over the ice tonight. Loved his game. Um, could have easily scored a couple times tonight, but honorable mention for sure, Jordan Greenway. Um, with that being said, guys, I'll hit the last couple comments here and I'll let you go for the night. Um, from uh, Pablo Skinner, Benson Tuck. Yes, um, I like those three stars. Uh, Skinner, first star, Benson, sure. I, again, again, Benson could be on the three stars every single night. Uh, sometimes you just can't give him the three stars every single night. Skinny breaking free, goal song. I love it. Uh, dude is a leaf blower. Uh, 100%. 100%. Got to blow the leaves. Um, uh, blow leaves blow. Uh, Quinn looks healthy. That is huge with him getting, just getting him back hundred percent. I will say, I'm not going to let this team trick me again. Yeah. Cautiously optimistic. Hopefully this is a turnaround game. Last game was a turnaround game that led to this game and this game's effort. Um, the aisles are the Kings of loser points that they are, that they are. Anybody see, uh, <laughs> uh, who was it? Um, it was Bissonette going after, um, Butch Goring. Uh, this week they're going back and forth on Twitter. I guess Biz offered an olive branch to the to the Islanders Islanders uh franchise and the fan base. And Butch Corning got on Twitter out of nowhere and rejected him. And they've been going back and forth. It's pretty funny. Um Butch Corning kind of like get off like you know, Clint Eastwood on um uh what's the movie? Uh you get off my lawn. Um Great, great movie. Um, I can't name escapes me. El uh, Torino, El Torino. Um, close, close the show with that gift. I gift I sent. Um, I don't know what gift you sent. I'll have to take a look. Uh, which one is that? The uh, I don't know what gift you sent. Um, whatever it is, I will tweet it out after the game. That's for sure. Um. But with that being said, guys, this has been um, – oh, yeah, Chris. Well, thanks for tweeting out that goal, Dwayne. Chris uh, took an awesome video of Darlene's goal from his seats tonight, and he sent it to me, and I tweeted it out. Great work. Great camera work there uh, for sure. Uh, Clint Eastwood is Hollywood's greatest man in the last 100 years. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, but uh, with that being said, this has been another winning edition of All Hang Up and Listen. Brought to you by Fatty Beer Company and, of course, uh, Buffalo Co. Apparel. Make sure you go check them out at Buffalo Co. on Twitter and Instagram and Fatty Beer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, John Adams here. Glad we kept our ticket for tonight. Yeah, you, you, you got to see a great one. All-time great one for sure. Nine to three Sabres win. I'll hang up and listen, guys. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Whatever holiday you guys uh, uh, celebrate, you know, Hope you have a good one with you, your friends, and your family. And I think the Sabres uh, hit their, you know, on Saturday they play the Rangers, and I think then they uh, are done until the Bruins, right? So I'll talk to you later. I'll hang up and listen. Go Sabres. And as always, take care, and we will see you next. We'll see you Saturday.
The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Matt Kundal, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.